0: Welcome to AMO Kenzoku, episode 39. We are a group of four bubblegum crisis boomer otaku who wanted an excuse to talk about anime, manga, and any related subjects we find interesting. The Kenzoku are... Dylan. Nick. Mike. And I'm Sam. Today we are recording on November 16th, 2023. And our topic today is a kind of continuation of where we were what we were talking about last week, which was kind of uh the other Enzoku were gr- grilling me some about my recent Japan trip back in the uh, end of September early october uh and to kick things off again to kind of talk a little bit more about some interesting stuff um well, here's a little question for you guys uh. If I say uh, Choco Zap, what kind of store do you think that is? What kind of kind of shop? Choco Zap. Choco Zap. Choco. So C H A K O Zap. Uh, Choco. Choco. Okay. Choco Zap. Choco Zap. Okay. Hmm. Choco Zap. I mean, the obvious answer seems to be some kind of like food establishment.
1: But I feel like that's too obvious.
2: Yeah, so I will, so I will randomly <laughs> guess clothing.
1: I was going to say apparel as well. So since Mike took clothing, uh, how about I go with? I'm going to go out there and say that it's like a beauty salon. Okay.
3: I'm going to go with food, but I'm going to go with like uh, the what's it, Zonkos from from Harry Potter, where it's like food and. Weird, weird candies and like electrocution or other like tricks along with the treats.
0: <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good guess. Um, so <laughs> it's basically uh like twenty four hour fitness or anytime fitness. <laughs> okay, of course, of so, course, that so makes total a, sense. Okay, that, that was my, Nick. was pretty close. That was or, my or second was that? guess. Was that Mike, who said the beauty salon? Was Nick, oh, that was That right? was me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
1: I guess it's like a service place of sorts
0: Ch- yeah of yeah i wonder what i wonder what they were thinking with that
3: so it zaps your it zaps your choco your your, your chocolate tummy
0: yeah i guess yeah that's, that's what, what
2: i'm feeling is the implication though
0: their logo is actually like and i think that's probably what it is because the logo is like a a pinching hand with like a smiling face mm-hmm.
1: on it. oh yeah that would make sense then i would say that yeah, that definitely tracks
2: i'm Having flashbacks to a certain episode of Sailor Moon,
3: <laughs> okay which episode
2: <laughs> It's early first season when Usagi like there's a monster who takes over a gym and like gets everyone obsessed oh, with fitness yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. and everyone's
2: harassing Usagi saying she's turning into a blimp or whatever, right, yeah.
3: Man, yeah, first that season feels
2: the like so good. Ugh. The sort of place that would be named Choco app.
0: Yep. Yeah, it, it doesn't sound like a very anime name. It's one of those. Um, I don't. I think forget what the effect is, but like I saw this when I was in uh, uh, Morioka, and I saw it as I was walking down the street, and I was like, "What the heck is that?" And then afterwards, like when I was watching TV, I saw ads on TV for it. It's like, "Oh, okay, it's fitness. That's does make sense." But all right. So <laughs> it makes sense, I guess. So actually,
1: mind if I do a impromptu second quiz since I just looked yeah, up yeah. an interesting factoid because right before we started recording, we were talking about uh long-running manga and of course, you know, in this circle, Coach Kame comes up because that's like, you know, the the obvious one, the uh, that's the uh, police officer one for for Jump and that one sits at 201 Tankoban volume. Jeez. There are actually, at least according to the wiki I found, two series that have more Tankoban volumes than Kochikame. And one of them shocked me.
0: So, <laughs> this sounds like some real clickbait stuff um <laughs> one of them will shock you
1: the it, well maybe yes and no i i for i was under the impression that this the one that sits at number one i was under the impression that it ended a while ago but it is actually still ongoing
3: so do i have, um, have to make youtube face yeah, <laughs> the, click, yeah. <laughs> the clickbait face
1: um yeah so a, a, any guesses
3: Clearly, it's all my goddess. That one's that one is just still going. And
1: In- incorrect. That one doesn't even crack top ten.
3: Fujishima <laughs> just he just like keeps putting it out. He draws fewer and fewer lines with every chapter. Every chapter is now down to three lines.
2: <laughs> going, like to, I'm going to randomly guess Golgo thirteen, even though I doubt it. Oh. Okay, okay, my
1: guess is Golgo thirteen. What about you, Sam?
0: Oh boy, uh, I mean. My first instinct, is, and this is probably wrong, but is One Piece has so been running a long time, but
1: yeah. So One Piece, I believe, is sitting at around 110 tankobon, which puts it okay, in the wow. same level as around like uh, Manta and konan, So they're both very long running for sure. Yeah. Um, to put it into perspective, Kochikame ha- uh, ended at two or is currently running still, or did it end? I thought it. I thought it, it ended. It ended. Last. It ended, it ended yeah. in 2021. Last. So it ended with 201 volumes of tankobon at 1960 chapters. Oh my god. Mike? <laughs> That's crazy. You you are king of the king of the hill. You are correct. Go go 13.
0: Wow, what?
1: Sits at 210 volumes of tankobon. Oddly at only 572 chapters.
2: What? So longer chapters. Very
1: long chapters. Like it's like What does that run in? Uh, it runs in big, uh, big comics, oh. so Shogakukan
3: Runs in um, month, monthly old man's, monthly old man's <laughs> comics.
1: So, <Yeah>. interestingly <laughs> enough, um, the, I believe the author passed away. So, because if you look at the author credit, it says Takao Saito from 1968 to 2021. And then from 2021 on, it says Saito production. So it mm-hmm. could be either uh... a, they incorporated and... You know, his assistants and ARF have kept it going, but it has been... Garfield situation. It has been going since 1968. Wow. Jeez. And still going. I I cannot believe it. Mike, you're you're some sort of wizard. Like, you pulled that one out (laughs) of...
2: I just knew that one had been running, like, impossibly long, and that we had only gotten a tiny selection of chapters at most.
1: Yeah, I mean, my guess would have been... um, Coach Kame, so yeah, I, I, I or else other things, other, other notables on this list. I'm just glancing are like Grappler Baki at about 149 volumes, which is quite long. I mean, it's been really? going since 91, yeah, been going 91. Oh and yeah, I've actually been watching all of the Netflix stuff. I'm kind of addicted to it now.
2: <laughs> I'm shocked Grappler Baki is still running because I haven't really thought about that show since I read the first. You know, few dozen chapters in Raijin comics right, literally was, 20 years oh, ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was one
1: of the debut things for Raijin, I remember. Oh
2: man, Raijin. Uh, comics.
1: Other notable would be uh, Kinnikuman, so Ultimate mm. Muscle, at 100, oh, 138 boy. Tankoban, so that's number 8 on the list. Hajime no Ippo tied actually at 138 Tankoban as well. That would have been on my list as well. Jeez, I know that's been that
3: one ran really popular.
0: long. Wow. It's still going. Ipo's
1: still going. It, serious? it has not ended, yeah. They're like doing the whole thing with him uh, and uh, the 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 baseball manga that you love, Sam. Um, major, major, yeah. Like they're like not not so much like a new generation, but like just his career is going to be very long. Uh, mm-hmm. Just beneath that, rounding out top ten is uh, JoJo at one hundred
0: and thirty-two. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. does I does that count? I mean, I guess
1: I think so. It, it's a, supposed to be all a collective, like world so
0: yeah yeah I mean sure why not
1: well yeah a lot of manga I even haven't heard of to be honest um, I mean Captain Tsubasa cracks top 20 that does not surprise me mm-hmm. uh, Oishimbo, yeah that's another long-running one
0: that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: that's, that's their One Piece is at number 22 so for people that think long One Piece is long uh, that doesn't even yeah. crack top 20 on the list of all-time long-running manga
0: so, Nothing, it's a youngin. <laughs>
1: uh, major is at 25, so that, one, that one's a crack, and still cracks 100.
0: Yeah, that one's over, though, so...
1: Yeah, so it's only going to keep falling behind. Uh, uh,
0: unless you want to play by JoJo rules, in which oh, case yeah, the Major's second, uh, I think,
1: is still Actually, going. Actually, I'm not sure if, what they're counting. Let me look it up. Uh, it's co- it's considered ongoing, so I believe they're counting the uh, second okay. as a continuation, which I think it's fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a sun, so...
1: Uh, yeah, like that. That was an an interesting list. I'm glad I looked it up because, I mean, I kind of, you know, I used to consider myself a manga like aficionado, but truthfully, I've really fallen off the wagon in the last several years. But yeah, Gogo Thirteen, longest running um, manga by tankobon volumes, definitely not by chapters, but by tankobon volume.
0: So. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a good measure because that's more like pages, right? Exactly, that is a more accurate yeah. reflection. So, yeah, thought that was pretty cool. How is that's there? Cool, how huh? is
3: there anyone left in the Golgo Thirteen
2: universe? Like, be, I,
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah. if it takes him <laughs> two chapters to assassinate somebody, he's only killed two hundred and ten people.
2: That's well, two hundred and ten targets. You're forgetting about other casualties.
0: Collateral damage. You're right. Yeah. I mean, that's just like Conan. I mean, I don't know how there's anybody left in his town either. Well,
1: that's funny because Netflix just released like a little. Like side story series. Oh gosh, I can't remember what it's called. But basically, the main character is like the the shadow silhouette villain from all oh, the yeah, Conan. Han-nin. yeah, Hanin Sun or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. like the big joke is that he has an easy time finding an apartment in um in uh in whatever that ward is because like uh, the, yeah 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 in Baycuttle because like the murder rate is so high, <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to rent there. I'm like, I mean, at least oh. they uh. Are, are you know understand their their own their own meme? So
0: I didn't realize that was on Netflix. I remember hearing about that. But now I have to watch it. Yeah,
1: it's it's entertaining. It's only like fifteen minute apps, but yeah, it's if anybody who likes Conan definitely I recommend watching. it. yeah. I,
2: yeah watch. The point at which I realized that Conan has probably solved more murders than happen annually in Japan is <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and all in the same year of of, of life. <laughs> still the same age ron is still in high school
1: yep it's the simpsons effect
0: yeah exactly do they i
3: i haven't i've never really gotten into into conan do they um does it do like time skip forward retconning of stuff or is it just like
0: (laughs) no Just purely
1: purely episodic case well not episodic but like cases case you know case by case and Time has seemed to come at a. I I guess if you go with the assumption that every, you know, case is a matter of days, then maybe it's believable. But, but I, yeah. I mean,
3: like, like, for example, does at some point in the longer animated or whatever, like, you know, does he start out with different phones and then end up with like, you know, a, a modern iPhone or something?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I actually uh, am have, I'm
0: pretty sure. Yes.
1: Yeah, probably. But he also has his own. um Equivalent of Q from mm. the Bond world with the Hakase, so I think uh, yeah. I think he, I think that's okay. I mean, they already gave him pretty abnormally high level tech back in nineteen ninety four when, when the show was when the yeah. series started. So you know, yeah, like he had that the the super watch with the stun needles and stuff. So
0: yeah. I feel like only now like some of those things are becoming possible like with the AI voices and stuff.
1: For sure. But yeah, so it was, Aoyama was just ahead of his time, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good. That that is a fun series if anybody likes like Oh yeah. crime drama.
1: Highly recommend it. It's a great way oh. to get your toes wet in the crime drama and then I think the more cerebral heavily cerebral I would say follow up would be like the Kindaichi um files so those are like pretty Yeah hardcore. I read a lot of those and I actually really boosted my Japanese vocabulary reading that because they use a hell of a lot of kind of like legal terms and you know all uh-huh. stuff so it really boosted But and but Jesus Christ, a volume that took me no joke like 12 hours to read.
2: It's so <laughs> <Not> verbose. <bad. laughs>
0: all words. So, uh I had a couple of things that I thought might have been interesting to mention about my trip um i know dylan you had some other questions uh i did want to i figure i could start out with uh one of these things from my my driving adventure um one of the things that i ran into was i finally i used interacted with one of those uh uh car vending machines where you like drive your car into this thing and it, it's like a elevator your car goes on this oh yeah
1: yeah
3: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: that was that was wild like the car parking lot thing yeah yeah it's just a vertical parking lot
1: it's like a merry-go-round basically right and yeah the car's like "Yeah, yeah yeah that's very common because like you have a very narrow footprint but it's tall
0: yeah that was in um Morioka at the it was attached to the hotel but like if you drive if that thing is full, you basically drive across the street and there's a, just like a normal parking garage. So that's what you get when there's a little bit more space around. Um, but so I was driving around and I did all of my navigating while I was driving with uh, Apple Maps. Basically, my whole trip, I did it with just Apple Maps and it worked great. Uh, I think the only trouble I had was um, there were times when I missed my uh turn a couple times and then when it tried to reroute me around to go back uh it routed me places that I was not quite comfortable going um there was this only happened twice um one time it didn't really matter I was like in the middle of like a field uh and so like there was no one around and it was the streets were narrow but I mean who cares but the other time I was in a city and I was like uh you know I just don't care about this stop. I'm just going to keep going. It was like taking me on these weird side streets, like alleyway level like narrow streets.
3: So not like, like eh. not like a security feeling, but just literally like, "Oh my gosh, I'm driving through this tiny alley. Is this really the right thing? And am I going to just hit hit into yeah. a dumpster or something?"
0: Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Uh, eh, I don't want to deal with this right now." And that was when I was kind of um crunched for time. I definitely overscheduled my driving adventure. Um I was trying to get to uh, Cat Island. Uh, Oh, neat. Yeah, uh, it's called, oh, I can't remember the name now, Um, Tajirojima. Uh, It's out by uh, Ishinomaki, Ishinomaki City, uh, which is where the Ishinomori Museum is, actually. Cool. There's a ferry stop there, uh, but I didn't go there. Uh, I I regret that I didn't go there but I'll I'll make it back there again sometime. Again because I overscheduled and I arrived there basically in time for the last ferry to the island and I was going to stay overnight on the island at a place called Manga Island which is pretty cool. It's a like a set of uh I think like six cabins and when I say cabin I mean like I mean, it's pretty modern. They have like a TV. There's a rice cooker. There's a gas stove. There's like a shower, a toilet. Like, um, it's not rustic. And the insides of them are all, each one is decorated by a different uh, mangaka.
1: Oh, that's and, awesome.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool. I, I mean, I'll show you guys some pictures after um, we stop recording here. Um, but it it was really nice, and I regret not being able to stay there a little bit longer. Um, but this place, I was there and I arrived in just at the end of the day, and it was obviously at the last one. So this is like at four or maybe five o'clock, I think. And so it was getting sort of dim and I'm trying to walk up to the, uh, uh, the lodge and I'm following the directions. There's like signs, my maps, uh, not maps. I wasn't using maps to navigate this one, but I was just kind of like, following um the images and but I was like, oh I'll follow the signs on the street because that seems like probably, you know, more like what I'm supposed to go. It led me to this place that was like this mega unkept like I go through all these houses, between all these houses and stuff, seems okay. And then right at the last stretch, like it's maybe a hundred yards to the place, and it goes through this, yeah, totally unmanaged like trail. Oh, totally overgrown and like i go maybe like i don't know a couple yards into it and then there's these spider webs going across it with these giant gnarly ass spiders and you take photos uh, um, i tried it was really hard to take photos <laughs> to be honest with my with my phone uh so i did not get any photos but these spiders were everywhere in japan i don't i'd never seen them before but this trip i saw them everywhere Oh, and it it was like I wanna say these guys are like the kid be is almost like six inches at times, like with the legs and the body, they're huge. They're very frightening looking spiders. Um
1: Yeah, Japan has some pretty terrifying like peepy crawlies.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean the that and like the the Suzume Bachi, the the Oh yeah, the, the uh, murder
1: murder hornets as people like Yeah, murder ball.
0: hornets, yeah. Um so I, I, I turned around and basically went all the way back to the port and then went a different way. Sorry, to this avoid that. this
3: was try this was in um Ishinomaki trying to get on the ferry to get to the...
0: Oh this is after I got on the ferry and got to the island.
3: Oh okay. So this was on the ta- uh Tashirojima with the manga yeah. island. Okay.
0: Right. This is I had walked from the port almost all the way to the uh, what they call manga island where the okay. the cabins were and yeah i was like uh i don't want to go through that and it was like at this point it was getting pretty dark and so it was like a you could really film a horror movie there and it it would be great um it's like i ended up walking through this other grove uh also with like kind of spider webs, but they were like high enough because like obviously other people had gone through here and maybe like knocked him out or whatever i don't know um that was freaky i have pictures of that and at the end of it there's a, a post a sign um that also says Manga Island. It directs you to where to go and then different other things. And the sign is like falling over and it's all like mega dirty. <laughs> it's like, I, I guess I'm supposed to go this way. I'll just keep going until it looks like I can't go anymore. And that was it. Eventually I got there. It's, it's fine.
3: Well, I'm I'm looking at pictures. I am already completely sold on Manga Island because it's just manga decorated things and then like 8,000 adorable cats.
0: Yes. including yes. Including, <laughs> including
3: all of the the buildings themselves are often like architecturally like shaped and kind of look like cats, which is hilarious. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you're looking at, at pictures, if I don't know if it, you can get this specificity, specificity, but I stayed in um, Dora Lodge, uh, and that was. So well, I don't remember which artist that was, but maybe you'll see it if you're looking there. Yeah, I'm but, looking at the Google Maps right now. The the spiders just freaked me out. Those they were everywhere. I went to other places outside um uh up in when I was up in Nagano, also giant spiders. Uh I was, I was not cool with that. I mean they were cool to look at, but like uh it freaked me out. I don't like spiders, and I especially don't like giant spiders.
1: Yeah, I believe the one you were talking about is probably the huntsman spider that's looks to be roughly the size of a human hand. So uh
0: let me. No, no, well, from from Wikipedia, not this, because this those okay. guys look hairy. These guys were like very shiny. Ah, yellow and black.
1: Oh, it's it must be the Jodo spider then. Oh, if you say this is this has to be it. I'm I'm dropping this in the uh, Jodo Gumo. Yeah, Jodo Gumo.
3: Anyways, so the um, so this uh, just to get myself oriented here, this. Uh, Ishinomaki and then if you look up uh Miori Shrine or Cat Shrine, it is on Tashirojima, which is basically mm-hmm. right east of Sendai. Sendai is um on Honshu, it's on the Pacific Ocean side, so the eastern eastern side, yeah, eastern side. I always get yeah. east and west messed up there. Um kind of yeah, like kind of halfway between Tokyo and then Aomori up at the very north. Um
0: right. And this was, um, this whole coast was the one that was hit by the tsunami. Mm-hmm.
1: So everything looked, I mean, that was about 13 years ago. That was a years dozen ago years now? ago now. Yeah. yeah. About 12, yeah. 13 years ago now. So. Yeah, they're still, you know.
2: It's what, early 2011?
0: I believe it was 2011, yes. Yeah, actually, the um, the Ishinomori Museum apparently lost a bunch of their stuff. I can the, imagine. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was kind of cool. It was part of my thing going down there was to kind of see the recovery and you know throw some uh, tourism bucks down there. But Cat Island was was uh, a very cool experience. I highly recommend people go check it out if you're there. Um, spend a little bit more time there because unfortunately when I stayed there, I arrived in kind of the late afternoon evening and everything was closed. Of oh, the what little stuff there is there was closed, and I woke up in the morning. Um, I couldn't. I didn't realize this when I went there, but you can't check out until 10 a.m. because the the front office is closed at the, the Mong Island. <laughs> um, and the first ferry leaves at like uh nine, so I was like, well, I guess I'm not leaving on the first ferry, and so I, which is kind of good. I chilled a little bit there. Um, but that was when things kind of started to liven up because you could see when people came from the first ferry as I was kind of walking around, um some shops started to open up and like the cats were out because they knew the people were around. They could hear the people. Um, just definitely recommend either going there for the day and arriving, like arriving in the morning and leaving in the evening. Or if you're going to stay the night there, stay like two nights or something or come earlier in the day. Don't be like me and come in the evening and just stay the night, like come in the morning, see the place and then leave the next day. Noted. Don't, don't, don't rush around. Cats are adorable. They're very uh, needy. I had one like crawl up on top of me. (laughs) (laughs) I I crouched down to take a picture, and it like jumped up in my lap and tried to climb on my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So at, at at the end of my trip, kind of um, I went up into the into the Bondi region there to go up to oh, what was it called? Well, I, the thing I was going to ride up was um, the Azuma-Bandai skyline, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, a famous driving road because um, it's very like windy and mountainous and scenic. Oh, I think the, the it's uh, jodo um volcano, I think is the name of it. But you go up, and there's basically a extinct volcano cinder cone at the top of this thing. And you can hike all the way up to the top and walk around it. And then look down at basically Fukushima City, uh, and that was really cool. Um, driving up there, I, I will say that if you look at pictures of the road and the the scenic road, uh, it's not as scenic as the photos make it look. the The pictures you see are basically of like the last I don't know, few kilometers of the road at the very top. Uh, before and after that, you're just kind of buried in the trees, winding around. Which you know that's fun too, but not as it's not very scenic um it's a cool experience anyways um but I had an interesting experience up there where so I was navigating um with Apple Maps and I was using the uh doing things that I I probably shouldn't have done like I I really was just kind of hoping this would all work um and I was using this uh point to point feature where you can plan out a a multi-point route and say okay I'm going to start here and I want to stop here and then continue and go here and then as you go through it, you know, you, you just keep picking up. You stop, you get out, do your stuff, get back in the car, and then it picks up where you left off. Well, I get to the top, and I do the hike around the cinder cone, and I get back in my car, and I get ready to start going down the hill. <laughs> and I didn't realize that there's no signal up there. There is no cell phone signal up there Ooh. at all. <laughs> and so I couldn't start navigating back down the mountain. And I was like, what the heck? So I knew that I was able to actually send off a message um, once I was at the top of the volcano. (laughs) So, like, I'm holding my phone up and I'm, like, running up the top of the mountain with my phone, like, in front of me, trying to, like, wait till I can get a single bar so that I can get enough map to, like, continue navigating. (laughs) like. The map is running navigation, trying desperately to navigate me and telling me it doesn't know what it's doing, and I'm running up this thing, like getting stuck behind like old people and, and groups of families and stuff and I'm like I just want one bar, guys, I just want one bar and I, I basically go all the way up almost all the way to the the summit of the thing, and I couldn't manage to get a signal, so I gave up and came back down again, getting stuck behind old people and families and childrens, all this stuff, and get to the bottom and fortunately, I was like, you know what? it's just one road from the top here. I think I'll just go down and cross my fingers that I can get a signal before I have to make a decision about uh, where to turn. And that worked out. I just rolled down the mountain and then at a certain point I had, I did have a one offline maps thing, but it couldn't do navigation. And so I kind of browsed that and remembered, okay, if I go until like, I remember for my first choice, I have to like turn left and then, once I do that, hopefully I'll be in civilization I could pull over and then get real directions. And that, that worked out in the end, but God. Man, I felt like such a doofus running up the stupid volcano with my waving my phone around.
3: So aside from that, like you had good service throughout, no no other issues?
0: No, yeah. None at all. It's good. So it was, better than California, basically. <laughs> yeah, for the pretty much. Yeah, I, I relied exclusively on my with my cell service i think it was a uh, soft bank for whatever that's worth uh, mm.
1: i mean i feel like japan as a nation is so heavily reliant on like cellular you know towers and signal for basically everything so yeah I, I think it makes sense that you know their infrastructure i mean it's they're also as a nation right they're a nation they're a country the size of california so their infrastructure is Easier to to you know standardize, and not to say that California shouldn't have a great infrastructure, but you know that's a separate story yeah. to have. But. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but
3: on the on the phone thing, I had a, I had a couple other kind of uh, questions. Was ones around uh, payment for stuff because last time i was there long time ago, like they had some cool like tap pay stuff on like at the time was really cool, basically like pre NFC NFC tap pay stuff for. Um, uh jr and and tokyo subway and stuff like that um mm-hmm. but going around this time like having like an iphone is were you able to do like apple pay tap pay either from like apple wallet or whatever for a lot of places or was it still heavily cash based
0: uh so i will say cash is still king so you should like whereas in the u.s You really don't need cash at all, um, even at like podunk farmers markets these days. Um, But in Japan, you should still have cash. However, these days, um, especially with Corona, the the government has been pushing really hard for people to go cashless and for getting stores to support it. So you can, although I did not try Apple Pay that much. I actually only used Apple Pay at um, TGS, actually. Because they were very clear about taking Apple Pay. Mm, okay. Um, but what I did do is I used my Suica. Yeah. I' us I IC card so has been around
1: stuff. for so long now; it's basically completely embedded into that country's infrastructure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Every Everybody takes it. Um, like there were there were not many places where I I, I couldn't use Suica. Like if if they took um some cashless payment, they would take Suica.
3: So what what is Suica?
0: So Suica is the the Tokyo Metro area's um, Metro card, basically.
3: Oh, okay. I was like, it sounds familiar. I was like, what? Okay.
0: Yeah, there's there's others, and they're it's all basically interchangeable f- these days. I, I I mean, I would say if if you're gonna get a card, get a Suica or a pasmo because I was about like to say team.
1: the one I had last time I went, which was circa what 2017, was pasmo I I think Same. I saw my pasmo card. So mm-hmm. Suica seem to be kind of second fiddle to Pasmo. I feel like they've since usurped because now everything I see in like YouTube videos is all Suka. So
0: yeah, I think it depends on the region. I want to say Pasmo started in a different region. I, I don't know, but yeah, they're they're basically equivalent. You can use them both um, everywhere. Everybody knows what they are.
3: Is it literally like? Do you have a literal separate like a credit card thing you get and you charge and you put money on it, or is it like loaded onto your phone?
0: it's both actually. okay so well so i originally had a swika card that i've had forever um and i before my last trip i converted that to a phone card so like my regular my my old card is useless now it basically transferred everything to my phone right and now i use my phone okay um and because it's um it's a stored value card so like the card itself stores value you can only have it in one on one device at a time. So that's why I went, my, my card is useless now, but it's all on my phone. I could put it on my watch, but then it's only on my watch.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have the same stuff with the um uh CTA in uh the in Chicago. If you get their Ventra or whatever, like you can have it either on your like your phone or your watch, but not mm-hmm. both.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's exactly like that. And okay. The best thing about having it on my on my phone is that topping it off was like whenever I was like, "Oh, it's getting a little low." I'll just you know put another you know fifty thousand on it, not fifty thousand yen on it. I just, I just do that while I'm like, because I was yeah, I'm like at a I was at the Tigers, um, Hanshin Tigers um, fan club shop, and I was like, "Oh, my Suica's is getting a little low." I will just uh, put some put some money on it. Uh, and while I'm in the stop and in, in the shop in line,
1: are you so you're able to load it if it's on your phone? Are you able to just load it off your credit card then?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's I actually super, used
1: Apple Pay to do it. That's super convenient.
3: So you just got to find a card that doesn't charge you international rate, blah blah blah, and then pay it off, pay it that way from your card. And mm-hmm. okay. Uh, that, you also you gave me a nice segue there. Yaku, how how'd you how'd you do the the baseball and how awesome was it? And when do I oh, get to go? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, this was funny. I don't know. I think I mentioned on the uh I don't know if I messaged you guys about this, but I had an interesting experience. So I was I was kind of hellbent on going to a baseball game and that's why I kind of scheduled it for the time that I did. It was like the end of the season. Um it was like the last couple of weeks of the baseball season and i really wanted to see a hanshin tigers game i wanted to see two games um and i had set myself on um, bay stars and tigers i gave up on the bay stars game i kind of chickened out because of like just time and i was like i i wanted to go to a dome for one of them if i could and uh turns out the i didn't realize the bay stars is not a dome yeah
1: yokohama is uh, just a field
0: yeah
3: it's actually down underneath the water in the bay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be cool. Uh so I, I, I went to the shop there and I, I still bought some goods. I bought a cool hat, um, and a towel. Um and I went over there and they had the whole like Gundam thing. But I did go to um uh, the uh Hunch and Tigers game. I now their thing was sold out um and when I was looking online before I even left, I was trying to buy stuff online first. And that was, even then it was, it was like mega sold out um, to where they like, they have like special systems for like buying tickets where they like release them at certain times and they go to fan club members first. And um, I wasn't able to make any of that work. So I just figured I saw online that you can buy from scalpers. And so, you know what, I'm just going to try this and see if I can make it work. Uh, And so what I saw was, what I heard was, you go to uh, the Koshien uh, station and you exit at the west exit and you come down and there will be people there that look like they are waiting for someone. The, the the website I read was like they look like they're waiting for someone, and yes, the person they are waiting for is you. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I walk down there, and I'm like, I don't really just want to start randomly accosting people. So, like, I kind of start wandering around there, looking around, kind of at people, and seeing if anybody catches my eye. And then I just kind of like you know fiddle with my phone. I'm like standing there waiting around, looking up every once in a while. Eventually, this this old guy, this this uh, this old guy, in like his uh, wannabe gangster uh tracksuit, uh, and fancy sunglasses, <laughs> walks over to me. He's like, "Oh, you like baseball? Like, you you want tickets? You want one ticket? I can get you a ticket." Like, I'm "Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a ticket." He's like, "Oh yeah, okay. Come with me." <laughs> and he's like, he leads me into this no no first he's like trying to look through his phone um to find like a phone number or whatever i guess he's like oh where do you want to sit and i was like i don't really know this is where i should have done my research ahead of time because like there's different there's different areas of the stadium and they all have names mm. and they didn't learn what all the names were but at that point i was like i just want to go to a game this is kind of like my last chance and So I was like uh yeah you know i want to see it on the the home team side um he's like okay He's like, uh, how about not the home team side? <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> That's literally what I just asked. Yeah.
0: He's like, well, you know, it's kind of all the same. You know how it is. Like, I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, and so like, he's like, okay, I can't, I can't. I don't know. He couldn't find what he was looking for on his phone. he didn't really tell me what he was doing, but I was kind of reading between the lines. And he's like, okay, follow me. And he takes me next, right next to the the train stations. There's like this uh, department store thing, and I follow him to this department store down to the, like the bottom floor where there's like a supermarket and a little tiny, um, uh, you know, it was like they were selling um, a little tiny like shop in the supermarket selling like, Tonshin Tigers goods. Um, you know how like when you go to um, like a baseball game. I don't know how, what it's like other places, but in Oakland. As you're on your way to the station, on on your way to the the stadium, there's like people lining the streets and the sidewalk with like t-shirts and hats. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. On the like, ground,
1: like the the merch hawkers.
0: Yeah, yeah. This this like felt like this, but like Japan version. So it was like it's in a in a grocery store, just like somebody had set up the shop. Much much more um, legitimate looking, at least, but still kind of felt a little shady. But anyways. I'm sitting here waiting, he's like, Here you just browse here for a while and so I'm like awkwardly browsing this stuff while this guy's on a phone trying to track down a ticket for me. (laughs) Eventually (laughs) some guy comes um comes over and meets this guy and I was waiting for I don't know, like fifteen minutes down here in this this thing while he's on the phone to different people and somebody comes and gives him a ticket and then he's like, All right, here you go. It was uh it was a hundred bucks for a ticket. Yikes. Yeah at this point i was like you know again this is like one of the things i want to see i i know i'm getting ripped off but you know whatever i i should have negotiated like i because this is the other thing is i didn't really know where the ticket was cuz he told me it was in the um left left field left um i can't remember the name he gave me but i, I knew kind of the general area but i wasn't putting two and two together and this was basically in the outfield, in the back, which uh they're like twelve dollar tickets they're like they're like mega cheap, but they're also um for fan club members only oh. these particular tickets, so I guess that's part of the reason they're so cheap but tip tip to you if you go and buy from a scalper, try and haggle a little bit because there's room.
1: You said you said a hundred bucks, so was it actually like a converted a hundred USD or was it like one like ten thousand yen?
0: Oh it was like ten thousand. Oh, so
1: yeah. it was like with the exchange rate it was like sixty-five dollars.
0: Yeah, right, exactly. So that's why I was kinda like, uh eh, it's not so I mean, me still a gouging even at that, but it's like, you know, again, whatever. I didn't feel like haggling, haggling. Um I'm gonna
3: have to drop the obligatory bloke well Haggle.
0: <laughs> so I go to the game it's pretty cool. Um, there was a Canadian guy who ended up sitting next to me. <laughs> He's like, we're like, oh, you buy from that old guy too? I was like, yeah. I said, <laughs> like, how much did you pay? It's like, oh, $60. <laughs> I didn't tell him. That. I was a little embarrassed to say, tell him that I, I paid $100. So I was like, ah, I'm not going to tell him.
3: Plus, he was probably paying in 60 Canadian dollars, which is even
0: less. Oh, true, true. He probably did not get as good a deal as I did. <laughs> um. But he was a cool guy. He was like, I went to a Buffaloes game before this with my oh, wife. Oh, man, Kintetsu. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I was disappointed because it doesn't seem as exciting. So I got permission from my wife to just come to this one by myself. Um, and so he, so he bought from the same scalper dude. And he's like, at the end, he's like, yeah, this was awesome. It was way better. Dude, it is so loud there there's so much shouting and chanting from the tigers because this is um if you ever go to a japanese baseball game usually the the back outfield seats are where the uh the chanting like the cheer fan cheer squads right, are like right, right. So got the giant flags that they're waving and stuff
3: the Oendon? and on um,
0: yes the O and on and i was in the away team side even then it was dominated by tigers fans uh, there was a small section that was literally just away team. I think they might like reserve that specially for their, their own on Cause that's where all their flags were and stuff. Um, but it was, it was an awesome experience. I love the, the chance. I could finally, since I was like with people chant, who were chanting, I could understand some of the chants, um chanting along the guy next to me who drank like eight chew highs the game. Oh, Jesus,
1: was he a big yeah. guy or?
0: He was a big guy. Okay,
1: because like chewies are notorious for effing you up.
0: So. Yeah, he was. He was going at. It. I could not believe he kept going at him. But and, you know, he didn't get like uh, angry or you know anything like that. He was a cool guy. He had like his little sticks, and whenever we scored a run, he would like you know turn and we'd like you know he'd wave his sticks at me, and I'd slap his sticks. <laughs> <whatever>. <laughs> that sounds bad but you know uh (laughs) it was uh it was uh, it was super fun um one thing that i thought was cool about the game uh tigers lost that was sad but by then they had already cinched their division so it didn't really matter uh but they did this cool thing with lights that i'd never seen before their stadium lights are i guess all led now and so they would do cool like whenever there was like um Cheering going on on the field or like uh they're like playing a song a walk up song or something like that they would flash the lights in patterns so it would, like do cool stuff on the field with the lights it, it, it's not quite a laser show but like um it's hard to explain but it's it's very neat it's kind of like a pseudo spotlight effect ish thing
1: yeah um, that's that's one thing i've uh definitely seen in Japan is baseball games are so much more of a spectacle. Yeah. Over there. And I think that's pretty cool. I mean the Tigers are basically like probably the second most popular team, only behind the Giants probably, as far as like total like fan base there. I I'm spitballing, but I mean it's basically yeah. the equivalent to like the Dodgers and the Yankees, right? Like very like historic, you know, franchise, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. dedicated I mean they're you know, Huntsman Tigers in the West and Toku Giants in the East, right? So Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So that's that's interesting um yeah i i think i'd like to check out a japanese baseball game at some point um i probably would go to uh, i don't know i mean the only reason i go to a buffaloes game is because my dad used to be a vp for for kintetsu so we actually oh. way <laughs> way back in the day i'm talking like when i was maybe eight years old uh kintetsu clinched i i believe kintetsu won the japan series and so my mom oh. and dad of course went to like the There was, like, a company celebration, something in the States, so they went to that. And uh, apparently, like, uh, Nippon Therapy was, like, had a crew there filming the celebrations. Like, hey, look at Kintetsu branches all across the world celebrating. And, like, (laughs) apparently my mom and dad were on TV for, like, three seconds because they were there celebrating and having a great time while while leaving my sister and I home alone for the night. But, you know, this was back in, like, the 80s, so that was was acceptable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) But... But, yeah, so I have a soft spot for the Buffaloes. But, yeah, they're historically not, like, a very strong team. So.
0: Yeah, I thought about going to their one of their games. Um, but, yeah, I was like, if I'm here, I have to try and go to a Tigers game. Yeah, for sure. Um, they they are, I, I didn't realize how strict they were about this when I bought my tickets. But they really do not want you reselling your tickets. Um, there were, There were, like, signs and, like, screens in the stadium saying not to resell your tickets. It was crazy. I'm buying, um, I was buying food at a KFC, which I regret. Don't do that Um, (laughs) in the stadium. Um, and it was the most pathetic meal. Um, I should have known better, but as I'm waiting at the KFC, there is a screen that is like, I don't even remember if it was showing anything else, but I do remember it had a big warning up on it about like with red letters and stuff, like, do not sell your ticket. Like, like, holy cow. They really don't like that, but you know nobody ever stopped me or anything, so obviously i was, it did not seem likely that I was a a normal uh fan club member.
1: <laughs> I'm but, guessing that at the end of the season they probably are like whatever it's not gonna yeah like this is like the last day before whatever playoffs or whatever so
0: yeah, so that's my that's kind of my the baseball experience highly recommend it, oh fun factoid um. Babe Ruth played at Koshien way back when. Really, they're very proud of that. There's actually a little monument in the I back mean, of this. Yeah, stadium. there was a uh, there was a big uh, yeah.
3: world baseball tour that went around with uh, Ruth and a bunch of other folks, and they went and they played. Uh, I think it was the Todai team or one of the other professional or near professional teams. There, um, mm-hmm. it was. It was a huge deal. It was a big deal in the U.S. and it was a huge deal in Japan at the time.
0: Yeah, and I think it's one of the few stadiums still remaining that he played in.
3: Yeah.
1: Hmm, so that's like their, uh, oh gosh, I'm a terrible sports fan. Uh, Fenway. Fenway Park.
0: <laughs> yeah, Fenway yeah, Park. Yeah, kind
3: of. Wrigley. You know what the third oldest stadium in, Bay- in in MLB in the U.S. is?
1: Third oldest? Yep. What's the third oldest uh, stadium? I'm going to go with Wrigley.
3: Not Regley's number
1: two. Oh, okay, so Regley is very old. Okay. Uh is uh, it is a candlestick?
3: A candlestick is a rubber anymore. Candlestick is a pile rubble. of rubble. <laughs> yeah, <You're> right. <laughs> they too.
1: renamed it afterwards.
3: It it is in it hmm. is in fact Dodger Stadium is the third oldest stadium what? in baseball. Yep.
1: Oh, oh man, yeah, that's true. They've really? never they've yep. never left Chavez Ravine. Dodger Stadium is not in a not great area of LA these days. <laughs> yeah,
3: so. it's a weird. That's you're like, what? How is that true? But it is.
1: No, I believe it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Wow. There's um, actually very surprised.
2: a lot of stadium turnover, so it doesn't surprise me.
0: Um, I mean, have they like renovated?
1: Yeah, I'm sure Very recently. Well, the core of the stadium is mostly the same as in concrete and concrete, but they redid the seating (laughs) not super long ago, like within the last decade, I want to say.
0: Okay. Um, But do they have the trough urinals? I
3: hope so.
1: I mean, that's that's part (laughs) and parcel with sporting events, I feel. But I have not been to a Dodgers game in quite a long time.
3: Back to Japan stuff, uh, phone. So aside from like the Suica pay thing, were there any other like phone apps or specific like Japanese phone apps that you would be like, oh, you should totally have this one?
0: Um, I mean, Line is the obvious one, but like it, it depends. Like a lot of um businesses, uh, Line is trying to be what WeChat is in China. And I think they've got pretty good penetration. Obviously, as a chat app, it is it is the standard Japanese chat app. For if sure. If you're going to chat with anybody, you have to have Line. Um, and, yeah, lots of businesses have it. Um, And they take... Line actually has its own payment system that you can use if you want to go that far. Um, But, I mean, if you've got a Suica or, or a Passmo, like, I, I wouldn't bother.
1: What's the adoption, like, rate for
0: that? For Line Pay, Yeah. I don't know. I saw a lot of places, but I wasn't super paying attention. Um, I think it's kind of like one of those things where, if you take any of the QR payment systems, you're going to take Line Pay. Mm. That's kind of my maybe impression. Mm, interesting.
1: I'm just curious because since the one thing I notice with is the running the the trend I'm seeing is if you want to use an app or a mobile device, it has to be Apple. Is is what I'm seeing?
0: Oh yeah. Well, the I mean, line obviously is multi-platform. So,
1: well, so uh, well, no, but I'm saying like they the, as far as I can tell, from what I've read, mm-hmm. um, Apple Pay is is globally ubiquitous, but Android Google Pay is not. So unless you have like a oh. Japanese Google like Android you know rooted phone, then you can't use the Android app for like Suica. Let's just say.
3: Oh,
1: oh okay. Wild, yeah. Huh. So, okay. let's say Android yeah. users are. A little because bit, uh, Japan
2: uses different like NFC frequencies and standards that are, I think.
0: Oh right, yes, you're totally right on that. the 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 Suica thing, um, they use the the Felicia thing, which is a Sony tech, and yeah, very few other places use that. I think Hong Kong does, um, maybe something in China, but I don't think so. Um. So, yeah, uh, a- Apple phones all have the Felicia chip in them so that they can do that. But yeah, I guess Android might not Only have Only Japanese
2: really. market Android phones have it, I think.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, maybe Pixel? I don't know. Mm, no, no, I don't but think so. Not from what I read. Ah, okay. So, all right. Well, that's good to know. Uh, yes, yeah, since I use Apple, I'm totally ignorant of that. Um, But that makes sense. It's very nice to have that at least. Um, I still recommend, I still would recommend, Um. Having a Suica or Passmo, although yeah, not being able to charge from your phone does kind of change the calculation. You might be better off with like Line Pay or something like Interesting. that. Interesting. Line, but...
1: line Pay seems to have an option where the merchant actually outputs a QR code, which you scan with Line. That's actually really smart. That takes the, that oh. makes it a, a universal like thing because as long as you have a camera that's functional like and you can scan the qr code and just link it with your line account just uh, really air,
3: air gaps the payment into whatever
0: yeah huh? because i've seen the um the thing i see a lot is the I, I hate qr codes mostly because i feel like they're really clunky and you have to like you know old things at the right angles and stuff and i see a lot of those um, mirror boxes for qr codes um in japan Where you like you put the you display your QR code and you like put it on the thing and then it reads it. But yeah, I I could totally see the uh, other way around too. I think WeChat has a similar thing. I'm no surprise, I guess. Um, The other payment system that I did see a lot of um was PayPay. I think that's the like the big one in Japan. Um, that's not like. Actually it's it is probably maybe the biggest one. You see that everywhere actually. They, they I don't know also their logo. I don't know how they haven't gotten uh sued by Disney.
1: Uh, yeah, I was so, about to say it's like a red Disney logo.
0: Yeah. Every time I see it I get confused. Um but I don't know like I wouldn't advise anybody to use that just because I don't know how like cuz it's so Japan specific. I I just I don't think it would be worth your time. Whereas LINE like I mean you can get LINE and you can chat with your friends with LINE. Uh other things you know it has it
1: has other functionality aside from
2: like e-commerce
0: yeah yeah um i can't think of any other apps that i felt like i needed while i was in japan um i mean just maps i mean that's not japan specific though but like i used maps um i did try google maps for a couple things um actually i needed google maps because um Uh. One thing that Apple Maps was actually bad at was when when opening um uh how did this happen sometimes I think I would like paste uh addresses or something from websites I don't know like I could navigate just fine if I searched within the app but like uh all of the website uh links for maps in Japan link you to uh, take you to Google Maps so if you have Google Maps that's useful for that um, it's also good just to have a second option, or I guess most people prefer Apple Maps anyways, so it's up to you. But Apple Maps was plenty good. So that's, that's it. Um, I will say um, one thing I will mention is uh, train travel. Uh, Rail pass used to be the thing. It went up tremendously like three or four
1: fold right like quite yeah. a lot. Uh,
0: not quite that much but it's it went up like 70% it was it's huge to where it was a no brainer before um now you should do the math um before you buy it uh, or at least you have you don't care enough and you'd spend the money to for the convenience so right.
2: yeah i do think some research if you're not doing shinkansen like practically every day it's not a, as likely to be worth it
0: yeah, you have to take a lot of trips. I mean, I don't know if it's that bad, but like um yeah, it's a lot. The, the the one advantage I will say and this is cool when I was there is you can reserve tickets from your phone when you have a rail pass. Oh, which I thought was super Ooh, cool. That
2: is nice now.
0: Yeah, like so I would schedule my stuff I'd be like the this even the same day. You can do it up to 7 minutes before I would schedule it and then you just go to the machine, you type in your passport number and it prints you the tickets out. It's it's so cool.
1: Okay, that so... saves that,
2: a lot of having to go to the ticket offices. Yeah, that, that, that yeah.
1: almost might be worth it just for that convenience.
0: It, it is super good, yeah. So weigh that stuff um, in your calculations.
3: So just just clarifying, so this would be like you're trying to get from, I don't know, I'll just say probably a terrible example to say going from uh, Osaka to Kobe. And if you have the rail pass, you can literally just go on your phone like just to the website or whatever and you say you know osaka to kobe and it gets you like a reserved seat and then you go to a thing and at the station and then you hit a code and it'll print you out your ticket there
0: yep yep basically there's a there's literally a button on the machine that says japan rail pass you push it type in your passport number and then you know you your reservation will be on there and you push the button and it prints out your tickets
2: Okay, if you don't have to actually show your physical rail pass quite as often, that helps. Because I did hear also that they had changed the rail pass from the booklet that it was when I used it last in 2017 to just -hmm. like a card like a standard ticket.
0: Yes, uh, that is another thing to keep in mind. (laughs) This freaked me out a little bit because it is a ticket, and they tell you a thousand times when you're going to pick your thing up, do not lose it, we cannot replace it. Because, yeah, you're not pulling it out and showing it to people, which is nice because that oftentimes wasted a bunch of time waiting for somebody to wave you through. Um, but on the other hand, it's a ticket. You have to make sure you don't lose it um, because it's expensive.
1: So, for just for transparency, what, what is it sitting at right now? Is it like around 400, 500 USD or is it even higher? Oh, it, I think it's, let me see. I guess exchange rate obviously
0: will alter that but it's a 151 right now oh so uh, you're you're talking uh, about like what the prices of a rail pass yeah yeah yeah. oh oh it's um i was just looking at this earlier today i think it's like uh 800 for a seven day oh my
1: gosh that's a lot more
0: let me see it was it was it's it's like almost double, right? So that's why it's like no,
1: that's more than double from when I did it. But granted, I went, I did it like quite a while ago because my when I did it the last time I went, which again is like circa twenty seventeen ish, it was probably around two hundred and forty.
3: And so the real, but aside from the reservation stuff, real pass gets you unlimited transit on but everything except for Tokyo subway.
2: Basically. If it's run by JR, if it's run by yes.
3: JR, you can just go on it.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: From what I see on the official JR Pass website, it looks like a seven-day pass is three hundred and forty U.S. dollars. So it's about you're right. It's about seventy percent more than one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I so it's it. yeah. It's it's fifty thousand yen for seven days. Uh, eighty thousand for fourteen. A uh, hundred thousand for twenty-one. Fourteen days is more than enough for most people. I still, feel
1: like me. yeah. I mean, and that's a lot of train rides. I mean, just for reference, I guess. So you, you did you you still did the pass? Yeah, because it was yeah. it was worthwhile. Okay, because I'm curious, like what the average cost of a a ticket to from let's just say Tokyo to Osaka would be.
2: I feel like it was a little over a hundred back when I was in 2017 but I that's couldn't. kind
1: of what i was thinking between 100 and 150 was kind of my guessing yeah so, like realistically... it used to be
2: worth it if you were doing like just shinkansen like tokyo to osaka and back plus one more leg or something along the way and now you need to do at least another shinkansen round trip i think for the seven day to be worth it
0: which i will say the cool thing about having the rail pass is you can do those trips on a whim. I did that. I went I went all the way back to Osaka on one of my last days to go try and find a, a, a T-shirt. Oh, uh, yeah. Shinkansen
2: <laughs> for day trips is pretty amazing. So there is that.
0: Yeah. So, like, if if you like to, to do that kind of stuff on a like, whim. Like... In
2: 2017, Evan and I forget who else on our trip and I did a day trip from Osaka to Himeji Castle on the Shinkansen. That was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, super cool. Kyoto
2: to Meiji, Meiji Castle, something like that.
0: So, yeah. And, and there are hacks. I'll, I'll link a video um, that has, I, I just saw today. I didn't realize there's some crazy like uh, hacks you can do to save money if you're not on a rail pass. So. Um, cool, all right. Um, so let's wrap up. Anybody else have any final thoughts here? Uh, how about you, Dylan? What do you got?
3: Uh, Suzume is available for streaming on Crunchyroll. Oh yeah.
0: I will I'll butt in here too and say that uh Boy and the Heron comes out in uh December, right? I believe at the beginning of December. Yeah. I believe so. Miyazaki. Um Mike?
2: Um well just a random aside that I can't say a lot about because I only saw the first step last night, but uh friend showed me the first step of Scavenger's Reign, which is like an An HBO Max adult animated sci-fi drama, Um, American animation, but it kind of reminds me almost of like Trava as far as, or some of the other like stylized weird world, people are kind of stranded and finding their way, just interesting, I definitely want to see more of that, it came out last month, and I'm sure I'll see the rest of it with my friend eventually.
0: Cool. What's that called again?
2: Scavenger's Rain.
0: Scavenger's Rain. Cool.
2: And it's on Max. It looks interesting, but again, I've only seen one app so far. Basically following the survivors of a damaged cargo ship that end up on an alien planet. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to look that up. Uh, what about you, Nick? Um,
1: all I have to say is... Be glad that the only nightmare creature we ran into was a giant spider, because there's. I I was trying to think of the name, but there's a type of centipede called Gigi Gigi, and Ugh. no joke, it looks like something that Junji Ito manifested. Is all I will say. Oh dear, um, Jeez. I've was I was have been fortunate to never see one live, but I've seen. Apparently, they live in really dark, like they're super sensitive to lights. They live in like dark caves, which is already like, why the hell would you be in a dark cave in Japan? But um yeah i'll post a will post an image later and yeah you can probably be glad that you didn't run into these because yeah no wonder japanese horror stuff is all terrifying because they have freaking some of the worst nightmare fuel ever there so (laughs) yes that's my uh that's my parting (laughs) parting words
0: (laughs) yeah take that to bed (laughs) uh and i am looking now at wikipedia and that the joro spider is is definitely what what i was seeing everywhere it's terrifying
1: yeah also apparently it's venomous on the level of a black widow because it is an orb weeper, so
0: yeah oh cool, <laughs> yeah, don't get bit, <laughs> yeah, jeez, well, my instinct was correct, uh, all right, cool, well, that's it for us this time. um, I think next time we're we're done with my japan trips, fun, and we'll go back to anime manga or any other otaku things we find interesting or that. This is uh, Amo Kenzoku signing off. Thought about...